Hey Sam, how are you? Hi Cal, yeah I'm doing alright. That's good, it's good to hear. It's nice to check up on you every now and then. Well I've got places to be, so I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go. Oh okay. No. Um, <laughs> but uh, of course I'm gonna stick around here for an hour. You know, Holy oh, shit! No! I've been shot! <laughs> <laughs> now I'm gonna go Sam. I'm gonna go towards the light. Was no. that the seat making a horrific cracking noise? Yeah, the back of the seat just cracked. I don't know what's going on. For safety, I'm going to put it aside and get the other chair. I'm going to mix those two chairs up and you'll sit on that one next time. <laughs> oh, no. Um, yeah, so... Um, hmm. What's what? your favourite... Oh. I was going to say, I've, I've got a question. Okay, go, Cal. Do you, th- I think we have talked about this on air, I'm sure we have, because I don't say, I don't talk about many things. <laughs> so, I reckon the movie on a date is, is an underrated thing. Like, I think people give the movies too much shit for, oh, you can't talk during it, and yeah, uh, I, I want to I want to defend the movie real quick. The movie as a date <clears throat> is a terrible first date. I entirely disagree. With the disagree. exception of if you know whether you're going to be making out or not. No, see, I, I disagree because the movie allows for, for for making out if you want to, but also what a lot of first dates suffer from is a lack of things to to start the conversation. When you've both just shared a narrative experience like a movie, you can come out of it and then actually start the date. Right, but what you're talking about is not going to the movie as the date. Well, it is starting a date with a movie. Yeah, and then you go and get Maccas or whatever afterwards and you you sit down and you talk about the movie. Oh, you're a romantic, Cal. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Mini golf. No, mini golf is shit. No, it's an activity. No, I... I, some activities are good, but what you want out of a date is to learn about somebody. How you good learn they a lot are, about a person by they, their mini golf that skills. That is bullshit. <laughs> how good utter, they are with a club, Cal. It's utter, important things to know. Utter crap. That's the biggest load of garbage I've ever heard in my life. Um, like, what you want to do is like... Bowling. I think you want something with some problem-solving... An escape room. As much as I hate the idea of an escape room, I think that would actually, like, because yeah, that, that's what happens on TV shows, right? They go into random ass fucking extreme examples of, you know, survival or whatever, and they come out of it deeply connected to all the people who survived it with them. Right. Like, I think that's what you want. You want to, you want to learn how good somebody is at problem solving and teamwork and, you know, Escape room would be probably a pretty good... Like, compatibility test. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. We should do that dating podcast with, with Millie. <laughs> oh, no, wait, no, that, that didn't happen on air. Cut that. I won't. <laughs> there was an episode we did with Millie, and it will never see the light of day. That's all so, you need to know. It was so bad. And it wasn't even us. It was for VS Sports, which is now Anthology Radio. Yeah. Now available at thevideoshop.com.au, also on your nearest podcatcher. Now still available. As it always was. It's yep. just called something else. And Go give it a review. More things will be Go on there. Go give the Video Shop a review too. The yeah. Video Shop podcast. Give it a review. That'd be nice. Reviews yeah. are good. They actually help. And they warm my heart a little bit too. <laughs> like, we, we read them all. We do. Yeah, we do. Um, we even reply to some of them. We should play them. we don't. We should, we should play the music though. Okay. Play the music. 
Hello and welcome to the Video Shop Podcast about what you're watching, maybe. I'm your host, Cal. I'm Alo Sam, and today we're talking about the big sick, but more as more more as well as that, we're talking about the best date movies to like watch with a date. What's your movie to go with for the date movie? So we're gonna jump straight into that. I thought we were gonna talk a bit about the Well, I said we're starting with the big sick and then going into that. Yeah. That's and what the... I just said. Yeah, yeah, but then you asked... It sounded like you were asking me that question. I was ranting on about it. No, yeah. I, I, cool. I, I couldn't it, choose the words to use. It's it's fine. Um, have you seen Date Movie? We're talking about the big sick. <laughs> I just wanted to point out how utterly garbage that movie is. Oh, I haven't is. seen it. It's real bad. It's like It's in the same vein as... Epic movie, scary movie. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, it's just, it's all it's all bad. So it's bad and we're never going to mention it again. Exactly. Cool. The Big Sick. Yes. What did you think, Cal? Not as good as as What If, the other Zoe Kazan romantic comedy that I've seen. Right. I haven't seen that recently. I think I, lo- I love The Big Sick. I, I, th- I think The Big Sick was really good, but it, like, I didn't believe for a second that their romance was any good. <laughs> I did. I thought they were pretty cute. But what was your audience like? There was me and two girls who were together, like in the in like two rows ahead of me. That was it. There was no one in the whole place, and they were laughing up a storm. Like they had a good time. Okay, just I saw it um, twice. I saw right. it with <laughs> I saw it with Bass yep. from Anthology Radio, as you do, as you do, because he had a free ticket to like a preview screening, which was packed. Right. Like, no spare seats. Cool. And that was a fucking great experience, because it was everyone who was keen for this movie, yep. and were just laughing their fucking heads off. Mm. And I saw it again with Brienne, my actual girlfriend, <laughs> no, <yeah. laughs> um, in a less full cinema, and they weren't really into it, the mm. audience. Yeah. And Brienne thought it was good. She thought I overhyped it a little bit, which... Look, the, the credentials in this movie are, are pretty good, but I didn't realise that it was an Apatow production. Yeah. Yeah. Which I generally don't like. Apatow is hit and miss. Because some of his stuff's really good, well, some of it's cause, not. Because it's all improv. I don't think this was, though. I think a lot of this was. I think some of it was. Well, I, I felt like when it was scripted, it was much, much better. But in that first, like, quarter of the movie where it was him getting to know this girl, there was a lot of improv stuff. And sure. And they just didn't... They didn't pull it off, I don't, I don't think. It didn't I feel... I think the improv in this work, because... I, w- I watched Mr. Plinkett's review of Ghostbusters today comparing improv with... Um, yeah. Traditional, uh, you know, yeah. scripted narrative. Full disclosure, I also recently watched this, so we might have a bit of a, a hate boner for, for improv right now. Yeah. And I think that's the th- that's the thing. Yeah. But I, I think improv... Wo- improv works for me if I don't notice it. And I didn't notice it in The Big Sick. I did. Right, okay. Um, so it sounds like a you problem then. Yeah, yeah. But again, I, I watched it, I watched the Planket Review, like, on the way to this movie. Right. And then I got to the movie early, so I finished off the Planket Review, and then watched the movie immediately after. Yeah, that will have affected your experience of it, I reckon. It, it, it did. Uh, it yeah. genuinely did. But like, I don't think there was a bad performance in here, and I loved the parents, the parents were great. They were the best part of the whole Everyone thing. Everyone loves Raymond. So, Ray Romano has, like... Everybody Loves Raymond is such a bad show that... 
he, I think he's sort of chalked up as this hack at this point. <laughs> uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> at least in my in, in my head and in my family. I uh, I never. I had very little exposure to the show. Dad thought it was fine, so I always just thought it was fine. Mm. Have you seen any of The Middle? Yes. I thought it was a remake of Malcolm in the Middle, but I was informed by you, I think, that yeah. it's in fact not. No, it's not. And the the wife from Everybody Loves Raymond is the is like the lead role in that. Right. And I'm... Oh, I mean, I, I don't think the kids are particularly But the best part of Everyone Loves Raymond was his parents. Yeah, exactly. And they were way overcast. Like, this was like, let's get two of the great, like, some of the best actors of all time. Put them in this fucking sitcom. Yeah. With Ray Romano. Holy crap, that was such a weird casting choice. Anyway, big sick. Yeah. Um, did you find any, like, ah, who was, um, who was the, the funny stand-up? <laughs> like, because there the two funny stand-ups and the, and the two shit ones. The girl and the guy. Yeah. But, uh, the, but the guy is somebody that I've seen before a whole lot. Is that... Couldn't tell you. No idea. Bo Burnham is what's coming to mind. Ah, oh, They man. were quite funny, actually. And uh, actually, the one time I noticed improv was those two. Yeah. But it, it was funny. So I, I guess I didn't mind. Yeah, exactly. Like, they just... Uh, it didn't take you out of it because... That's how those characters were supposed to be. They were comedians. Yeah. and uh, But I didn't... The thing is, improv, you came out of... You were watching it with negative improv in your head. I don't actually have a negative feeling towards improv. Well, I generally don't. And I think it's... There's a lot of good stuff about it. Like, I think everyone should take some improv classes to help out with, like, job interviews and other, like... Social and things. I think improv movies can be good too. I think Apatow has some really funny, mostly improv movies. Knocked Up is really funny. Knocked Up is funny. Forty um, Year Old Virgin is really funny. Yeah, Forty Year Old. Uh, Forgetting funny. Sarah Marshall, I think, was one of his too, which is also very funny. I don't even remember it, but I, I remember coming out of it with a generally positive experience. Um, Southern. Um, this is 40 was that kind of sequel to Knocked Up. That was all right. And I think the other thing that ruined this for me a little bit was watching What If. Um, like, Zoe Kazan and um, Daniel Radcliffe and their dry banter uh, right. felt... Well, I'm pretty sure it was scripted. But I'm pretty it, sure it, What If was scripted, yeah. But it felt way closer to a natural um, improv style banter between these two characters and I believe the chemistry a lot more in in this one a lot of the funny bits were in the trailer so I was just waiting for them to get to that bit and then and then those some of those were clearly written and it was just sort of where I'm waiting for the improv to lead up to these key lines to move the story on right I don't know I I just I didn't feel that at all I felt it flow but I avoided I saw like half of a trailer yeah. and then stopped it because I started finding when I'm watching trailers if it's a trailer for something new mm. that I don't know about like Ex Machina I only watched the first half of that trailer because yeah. I'm like I've decided I'm going to watch this I don't need the rest of the trailer Marvel movies and that I care less about I'll watch a full Marvel movie trailer because you know fine. what Marvel are going to do exactly like, I know, know what it is and yeah. I know the, but, but I want to go into an original movie without knowing the beats of that movie well, and you know how they do their trailers they generally don't give away huge swaths of information they don't but 
I wanted, I'd rather know nothing. Like mm. I s- open the start of the trailer, which is usually just has stuff from the first, mm. you know, third of the movie in it. Mm. And uh, they have later stuff in the later trailers. So mm. that's my general rule for watching trailers. So that's why I, I went into a fresh, and that 9-11 joke. Yeah. Well, and, I'm and not, I'm not, 9-11 isn't a funny thing, but that was a very well no, told that, joke. that is perfect. That is really funny. And it, it built on what was put in the trailer Yeah, and added extra layers of comedy. Mint. Good job. That, that, that's a good comedy. But, uh, and like what worked really well in this movie, I think was the stuff about the different cultures clashing and, and the stuff about how hard uh, the strain on relationships can be yeah. when there are fundamental differences between the family. I think it played all of that really well. And I guess that stuff is what made me feel like it was less scripted. Well, because that stuff was all clearly part of like the plot of yeah, the movie. Sorry, yeah, sorry, felt more scripted. Because yeah. I feel like Judd Apatow movies tend to focus more on one character dynamic. Yeah. And generally it's him and his stoner friends and you can because it's it's really long scenes of people just sitting there and talking yeah that's why I felt like this it definitely had improv in it but why I felt like there was less improv in it mm. because it did jump and it moved yeah um so because uh, yeah a lot of improv movies and Ghostbusters after watching The Plinger Review I realised mm. was mostly people in rooms mm. saying shit yeah just Yammering on. Oh God, that we we were okay on that movie on the Ghostbusters episode with Millie, but I just fuck the Ghostbusters remake. And and I and fuck it because the creative team didn't know what Ghostbusters was. The thing was that when we were talking about it, Millie came out with so much positivity, and, <laughs> and I'm not saying that she was wrong. Everything that she said was was accurate. Like. Kate McKinnon was great and all these people yeah. are great and I was interested in seeing more of this story uh, or seeing more of like what a Ghostbusters world could be like but I think that what we lacked was just saying yeah but the movie itself and the structure of it wasn't very good uh, like, and they know. went in the entire wrong direction that they should have because yeah. it should have been a because they even say in the first Ghostbusters, imagine the franchising rights. Yeah, this should have been a franchise of the go- original Ghostbusters, or it should have like make we, it. We, in- we could talk about this for hours. I know. Um, yeah, so we yeah, should. the big sick. I um, it it's one of the better I think rom coms of the last few years, and I like how it wasn't tied into a perfect bow at the end either. Like, obviously, no, their was, relationship was... Mm, but they were building it back up But again. they were building it back up again. And when she came out, it wasn't just uh, mm, hugs mm, and mm. kisses, we're back to normal. It's uh, you make me sad, fuck off. But I love the, the flip of, you know, when she goes into the coma, he's got a... Uh, like, the, that she's... He's got a bad relationship with the parents. And now yeah. that she's out, it's a bad relationship with her and a good relationship with the parents. Like, it... It was such an awkward reminder of like, yeah, movies, like it's not always like it is in the movies. Like, yeah. I think this was also helped by being based on a true story. Yes. Yeah. Um, like there was, it, it did feel like something that was real because like, 
the, the, the subplot of how the, the hospital is just winging it. Yeah. And how the mum says, look, they're, they're just people. They're just doing their best. Yeah. And like, uh, I love that reminder. Like so often we get in this mindset of, of roles that people play in society and, and what people are to us. And we just go, doctors are these gods that fix things. And when they can't, then they're hacks. Yeah. Who are fucking evil. And it's like, no, they're just in between. They're just people. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, who are winging it. Yeah. And that's fine. Um, and I like, there's just so many character, like little character moments. The fact that his brother went to come see his show at the end. Yeah. And like, and you know, they're okay. Mm. Like they're fine. And his, and his show has evolved since the first time we saw it. I love how it's mostly talking about the rules of cricket. (laughs) (laughs) And the history of Pakistan. Yeah. It's so good. (sighs) I, yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I think there's a lot of like cute heartwarming little bits in this movie, but it's probably not something that I would recommend, like that, that I would like take someone to go and see. Nah, go see it. Everyone. Like, I, I def- definitely go and see it. I think, but like, I, if I was at the risk of starting the, the, the next topic early, I wouldn't take a girl We're to go see it. We're just about to hit the 20 minute mark. Yeah. So, so we'll, we'll keep going for a little bit. Cause there, there is stuff about, um, um, the... Oh, like the, the, um, his parents, um, and and his relationship with them and how heavily affected by the culture they are. Yeah. Like it's, um, I don't really know what to say besides just outlining the whole thing because it was, it's, it's something that you just don't see very often. No, it's, and it's, it's. It's nice to see the, I think it was all treated like, no side of that was like the bad guy. No. It, it didn't depict it as, you know, American life good, Pakistani life bad, or, mm. you know, cultural differences. It was him going, I just don't know who I am. Yeah. And I need to figure that out. Well, and him sort of basically coming out as atheist to his parents. Yeah. Is an interesting thing that doesn't really come up very often in in movies. Atheism is either tackled as, of course God doesn't exist. I mean, he did it in a bit of a fence-sitting way, but... Well, because I, I, ju- I don't know if he believed anything. Like, I don't think he was decided. He didn't pray or... Yeah. But like I know he... plenty of people who call themselves religious that don't pray. Yeah, like, but that's so... what I mean. Like, he didn't, he didn't know where he was going on his, for lack of a better word, spiritual journey. Yeah. Um, I hate the word spiritual. But... I mean, his journey away from the spiritual, yeah, <laughs> ideally, yeah. in my point of view. Like, it's it's weird. Like, so often this just isn't told in that way. It's, yeah, like, people are either obviously atheist or they're obviously religious. And there's no sort of in-between. Which is not how the real world works yeah. at all. Most people are in say that they're religious and they don't practice anything. Yeah. I don't know. Like, uh, it's, it's something that, um, that I hope can be tackled a little bit better in a... Like, a little bit more in a, in a different story. Like, it was a good part of this story. But I'd like to see it done more often in other stories. Yeah, yeah, for sure. On that note... Yes. Date movies or movies to take you on a date? See, I think there's a couple of ways you can go about this. Um, 
And what what I had suggested to me. What's your go to? <sighs> See, my, you have a go to. I don't have a go to because I haven't explains why I you're haven't alone. been dating anybody in <laughs> basically forever. Aww. So. Aww. But, but also when I was it eligible was, bachelor, ladies and gentlemen. But also when I was, it was no, you know, it was it was girls I knew from high school. Yeah. So dating wasn't really a thing. Hanging out at lunchtime was a thing. And then making out yeah. at some point. Yeah. Yeah. After lunchtime. Anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like, I've never actually had a, look, I'm meeting a person for the first time. Let's go and do a thing. Or we've met a couple of times, but now this is the first time we're going and doing things together. Yeah, sort right. Of thing. And when that happened, like the, the one time that happened was with a girl who wanted to come over to my house and show me Fringe. Right. Which I've talked about on the podcast before and yes. it's the main reason why I hate Fringe because <laughs> that, that day turned into every fucking day that we ever hung out. And it's like, I get it. You like Fringe. <laughs> what else? Well, I hate to be cliched and say Star Wars is my go-to. See... The, yeah, see, this is this is what I've heard. Like the, the classic Star Wars test: Do they like the original Star Wars movies, or can they tolerate the original Star Wars movies? Yeah, and Brienne actually doesn't mind the the Star Wars movies. See, this would be a, a that would be a red flag for me that she likes Star Wars. Yeah, I'd yeah. be like, no, you've got rubbish taste dead on the inside, <laughs> Kel. But so, and it thing- explains so much. <laughs> but the other thing, I've I- never been on a date, and people are like, ah. And then Carl's like, yeah, Star Wars is a red flag. And people go, yeah, everything makes sense now. <laughs> but, like, what I, what I had suggested to me was you don't want to take them to see the, um, see the original trilogy. You want to take them to see the, the, um, the prequels because you hating something together is more important than you liking something together. I've heard that. Have you seen... I don't know if we've discussed this before. I keep meaning to mention to you. Matt, our good friend of the podcast. Uh, no longer a cult member. You'll be all happy to know. He joined a new dating app called Hater. Oh, no. And what it is, it's essentially Tinder, but it matches you based on your mutual hatreds. <sighs> See, like, this was a joke. All right? I, I want to make this 100% clear. This is a bit. This is a really bad way to meet people. A really bad way to meet people. I know, because your relationships is based on hate. <laughs> That's not the foundation of a good relationship. You know what a great date movie is? What? The Princess Bride. I haven't seen it. So I need to find a girl who has who wants to take me. Or a girl who hasn't and you can see it for the first time together. And then we can be like, this is an overblown, overrated piece of garbage. Or they'll love it and you'll hate it and I'll hate you more. Because I was sitting two rows back. Because you go to every screening of the Princess Bride. I go to every screening of the Princess Bride. Like fucking Daniel Radcliffe in What If. Just alone. Um, Anyway. Because that's a really cute movie that's really fun and is not dated at all. Like, my gut reaction to this sort of thing is you either go and see something that you don't care about so you can get handsy in the back row, or... Like, I think Justin Bieber's the Never wrong, Say Never. I think, I think that's... I'm going to ignore that. Um, handsy. I, th- I think handsy's the wrong word. Yeah. I think handsy's where, like, that, that's creepy. Yeah, I meant, handsy is I, creepy. I meant so that way you two can make out. I was going to say, have a bit of a pack. Have, have sexy time. Sexy times, yeah. 
sexy. Anyway, S- either way, you didn't stop. Don't have sex in cinemas. It's fine. Do it. <laughs> just don't get anyone wet. It's fine. Like just, just do whatever you want to do, man. I don't care. I think as long you as you're not know. bumping my seat or on your phone, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> oh, phones are worst. <laughs> oh man. Like if you're having like a Skype chat with your missus, like a sexy Skype chat in the back row. Yeah, yeah, so don't sex yeah, like you suggest. Yeah, exactly. Have have sexy time, not sexy time. Ugh. Anyway. <laughs> I like This went to a weird place. I liked none of that. that yeah, yeah. That was not a good... Not even by my standards. That was a, <laughs> that was a bad thing to happen. Um, oh, fuck. So, my other go-to would be show them something fucking weird and see if they like it. Like, like do what... Um, Kumail did in um, in this movie oh and, a- and like, show them like B B horror movies that you love yeah and see if they like it Tremors Tremors is a really good choice Tremors is a really good because it movie. is a perfect movie yeah and it's got <laughs> Kevin Bacon in it yeah Everybody loves Kevin Bacon. Everyone loves Kevin Bacon. And you and you'll you'll entice them in by going, "Hey, we're going to show you just a little movie starring Mr. Kevin Bacon," and they'll be like, "Yes." <laughs> and then you go, "Oh, bam, Tremors," and they go, "Fuck." <laughs> <laughs> but no, Tremors is a really good choice now that I'm thinking about it. But my and it's one of those movies that people haven't seen because mm. you don't want to double up on having seen it or exactly not. like you want to show them something but this this is a conversation where you are expressing part of your artistic have yeah. you ever seen the notebook no no alright <laughs> fucking adorable movie yeah. <laughs> oh god but so many people haven't actually seen it but all I've heard is bad things about the notebook yeah it's really cute man all I've heard is nothing but bad things no it's pretty cute I mean, that's the thing. I don't want to have the same opinion on The Notebook as somebody from Big Bang Theory does, so maybe I will watch it. <laughs> Ugh, fuck that I was going to say, what, Sheldon said he didn't like The Notebook. Wallowitz. Oh. It's on the current uh, <laughs> fucking uh, ads for the show. Nice. On, on, on free-to-air TV. Either way, Callan. Yes. You want the Big Bang Theory opinion of The Notebook. Yeah, fair enough. It's probably the best movie of all time. <laughs> You know what another movie? Through. Another movie that um, that I would take a date on that is uh, all these movies. Brianne wouldn't have seen, so I can just take Brianne on dates to these movies. Handy. Uh, Big Bang Theory also shit on it. The Lake House with Keanu Reeves. Is that the one with the Sandra Bullock? The time traveling letterbox? letterbox. Yeah. Yes. Great movie. Is it? Though? I fucking love the Lake House. <laughs> You're a fucking massive dork. You know that, right? You know what? If you make, if say it's a romance or a rom com, I'll probably love it. See, I don't, I really like rom coms, like more than I think that I will when I go into them. I always come out of them like having a better time than I was planning to. Ten things I hate about you is a great one. I haven't seen it. What? Because I was fucking, I was a child when it was a thing. Like but, it just wasn't a, wasn't a big deal. No, I haven't seen it. What? Uh, like it's Mean not Girls. S- yeah, I've seen Mean uh, Girls because it's on it's on TV once a year, <laughs> at uh, least. But Mean Girls is also a sort of weird movie adaptation of like of um I can't remember what the ABC Kids like show was, 
Mm. Like, the character from that is basically the same character like, as Lindsay Lohan's. Right, okay. But it's, like, long before any of that happens. It's more like, yeah, it's like a, there's a prequel series. I can't remember what it's called. I think it's, I think it's Naturally Sadie. I don't know, but she's she's just come from Africa. Like, it's the same fucking story. Anyway. Um, so instead of us just yelling movies at each other, I've got a list here of dating movies. No, that's cool. I didn't have any that I wanted to see. Oh, yeah. Did you have some you wanted to say, Cal? I asked you, I'm like, what's your go-to? What are your go-tos? And, and you're like, like, I have none. Well, I've never done it, Cal. so I don't entirely know, but I'm trying to think of some. And I'm sure I've said this on the air before, but have you seen Living in Oblivion? No. Living in Oblivion is a really weird movie starring Steve Buscemi about making a film. It's got Peter Dinklage in it. It's got the um, the mother from What If and she, the the love interest in 40-Year-Old Virgin. Mm-hmm. Um, she plays one of the main characters. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just this really weird thing of like you don't know what's a dream and what's not and what's in the film and what's not. It's awesome. It's, it's really good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to give that a shout out. I think that's a good movie to see, to be like, can they follow a a plot that isn't traditionally easy to follow? I've got the perfect movie, Cal. Here we go. Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Never seen it. (sighs) It's just food puns as far as I can tell. The second one is all food puns. The first one is genuinely good. (laughs) Neil Patrick Harris plays a monkey which only ever says Steve mm. in a robot voice. Right, so he is Groot. <laughs> sure. Dating movies. Yeah, cool. This is this is Google's list of dating movies. Google's. Yeah. Oh, f- wonderful. So the first one is Date Night with um, what's her name and what's his name? I don't know what that is. Or who that Tina is. Fey and Steve Carell. Tina Fey is pretty good. Steve Carell's pretty good. It's about two parents who have kind of lost their flair, so they go on a date. I feel like... But then crime. It's not really a movie I would take a date to. Okay. When Harry Met Sally, though. I haven't seen it. I haven't either. Is that I'll Have What She's Having? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I guess. I don't know. Uh, 500... I probably would. 500 Days of Summer I haven't seen. Neither have I. 50 First Dates. Have you seen that? The, like, hands down, the best Adam Sandler movie. Easily, right? Easily. <laughs> like, that's not a that's not a tall pile to be on top of. No, but, but with Drew Barrymore and... Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah, undeservingly no, good yeah it, it, it's not how short term memory works but yeah that's, it's good no but it's it's a fun kind of yeah. sci-fi <laughs> short term memory it's an interesting premise and it's it's yeah it's nice it's sweet uh, Crazy Stupid Love I think I've seen it I have not uh, that's Hitch. what this list is going to be Hitch. just a heap of movies I haven't seen Hitch is a really fucking dumb movie I haven't seen it. It's it's um, Will Smith. Yeah, is just the perfect matchmaker, and except the, the, for himself. Well, well no, no. So, so oh. he he hooks himself up with this girl that he really likes, but then she finds out that it's his job to hook hook all these people up. Like that's how he makes his living at this point, right? And that's their misunderstanding slash you know disagreement in the third act that makes them and then they get back together at the end it's it's just dumb it's you can tell exactly what's going to happen as soon as you hear the premise of the movie bad it's not good cool 
How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, I haven't seen. Neither. Oh, that, that's the Matthew McConaughey one. Yeah. Yeah, I have seen that. What? Um, yeah, don't ask me why. Because um, I honestly don't know. It's fine. I've heard, it looks fine. Because it's, it's supposed to be this anti-rom-com. Like right. it's, it's supposed to be like... Um, like they... Um, oh, I can't remember exactly what the point is, but they're both trying to piss off the other one enough to get them to be the dumper, not the dumpy. So they're both just being shit to each other, whereas it, really they actually sort of get along perfectly fine. It's just for a bet that they right. both independently have with different friends. No. It's dumb. It's really dumb. Would you take a date to it? No. Okay. The next one on this list... What are you doing, Google? If I went to her house and she's like, hey man, do you want to watch this? I'd be like, oh, you sure, whatever. But, yeah. The next movie on, on Google's dating list is Annabelle Creation. I don't know what that is. Okay. Oh, oh wait, 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 wait. Annabelle. Wait. Annabelle is in the, the yeah. haunted Annabelle doll from Creation, The Conjuring. The third Conjuring prequel why about would you Annabelle watch, the doll. But why wouldn't you just watch The Conjuring? Horror, exactly. It's better. The Conjuring is a good date movie. The, it's it's a good day movie because it's not a really good movie. Like you can, if you can both talk about it and then go, that was okay, but it it could have been no, better. But what you want is you want your your partner to be scared enough to go for the cuddle. No, that's what you want. Cal. No, you don't. Yes, you do. You just don't want that because you get scared and you want to cuddle. I mean, of course. <laughs> but like, I don't think any of those cliche things are the way to go. Like with a date movie, you want the conversation to be so good. Yeah. Like, like that's the thing. If you're gonna if you're gonna pork on the first date, you're gonna pork on the first date. It doesn't matter. Like that's just that's. I was comes gonna say the movie's right. gonna stop halfway through. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't matter yeah. what movie you're seeing. If you want a movie that's really good for a date, you want something to talk about. So you want to be able to dissect how crap that movie is. So maybe something along. Or you watch Scott Pilgrim instead. Scott Pilgrim's really good, but again, it's the sort of thing where you. If she, like, it's one of those test movies. If she yeah. doesn't like it, then it's like, do you have no soul? <laughs> I know people that don't like it. Yeah, it used to be me before I rewatched it. It's so good. It's it's so good. And I after watching it as a fucking completed human being, as an adult, <laughs> like, I get it. But I watched it before I was 21 and it was just not fucking, didn't speak to me at all. Wasn't cool enough for Kid Cal. No, it was too dumb, and I didn't like Michael Sarah at the time. Michael Sarah's pretty good. Michael Sarah's better than he's given credit for, but it he was just always right played, around the oversaturation the, point. Well, that and that's it. But people, people, people's biggest complaint about him is that he always plays the same role, mm. which he doesn't. It's just Michael Sarah looks like Michael Sarah in everything he does. Yeah. Also, people are really stupid when it comes to that sort of shit. Like yeah. people got Jesse Eisenberg and 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 um, and Mark Michael Sarah, Sarah confused for a long time, and they are two very different looking people who play very different characters who once played an awkward white dude at some yeah. point. and it's like, fuck me, guys, get your shit together. And like Michael Sarah is usually an awkward character, mm. but that's the only trait most of his characters share. Mm. His character in Scott Pilgrim's a massive. Dick. Yeah. Uh, but his character in uh, fucking Arrested Development is the nicest kid in the world. Yeah. Who just happens to have a crush on his cousin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. So I, I think you're onto something with horror movies. 
in yeah. general. Like maybe I think Tremors almost fits into that category too. It almost does. It's more on the comedy side though. Yeah, which is fine. But that's like, why it's just such a perfect movie. What's that movie about the STD monster? Oh, It Follows? It Follows. I haven't seen it. I haven't either. But it has some interesting talking points, apparently. Like, I think that could be something that's worth, like, discussing afterwards. I think that could be okay. I don't think you're going to get to the boning part of the date, though, if you watch that movie. But that's the thing. Like, I I don't think you should ever go into a first date banking on boning. You should go into a first date looking to have a really good discussion by the end of it. Yes, absolutely. Then you can have a fist bump and say, hey... Do you want to like bang sometime next week? You know, and, and then then you can bang. Like yeah, like that. That's what you do. The first date is organizing when you're gonna bang, and if you want to bang. Yeah, yeah. Deciding if you're going to, and then organizing the date. Yeah, and yeah, then then you bang next time. I mean, that's the thing. I don't know. I've never done. It. <laughs> Cal's, Cal's plans. But, but like, that's the, if you go in... Matt ex- sitting at home, like, scribbling down notes. But it's like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> you're, you're listening to the wrong podcast <laughs> for this. We are not the people to ask. Not at all. I've been in the same relationship since I was 17 with an yeah. international person and Cal's alone. Well, I, I was, I was in the same Neither relationship. Neither of us knows the dating scene. I was in the same relationship from when I was 15 to about when I was, like... 18, 19. Right. So, like, I, I was in a relationship for about as long as you and Brienne. It all came crashing down, man. It's because it was 18. We, Brienne and I made it past that bad stage. <laughs> like, 18 to 19. You, you, you finished off being people together. Yeah, correct. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Now, now, now you're completed human beings. Now we're completed human beings. So, so yeah, you're all G-fam. It'll, it'll all be good from now on. All <laughs> no more problems. All downhill from here. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Um, but yes, like I was saying, Cal and I know the dating scene real well, so follow all our advice. (laughs) But also, like, I think that it's, I don't think it's bad advice to assume that you're not boning on the first night. That is the perfect advice. Yeah. Like, uh, and that's the thing, like, she makes the decision about whether you're boning. (laughs) Because we know what your vote is. (laughs) It's sure, I'm down to bone. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, are we going to stop at Poundtown? I mean, my vote is always yes. <laughs> that, that's what it's going to be. So just accept the fact that it's probably not happening and just, yeah, work on having a good conversation and find out whether this is somebody that you want to bone regularly. Yeah, that, that's, that's more important. 10 things I hate about you. Haven't seen it. <sighs> I've seen the trailer. He spews in a swing set. Is that right? It's very... F- I don't remember that, actually. It's very good. And then he, like... It's he, fucking... He sings a song Joker, with her man. name in it from the... Yeah, I know it's the Joker. He sings a song with her name in it on the bleachers of some football match or something. I think we're going to stop reading off this list, though, because I'm looking forward. Alien Covenant's on here. What? Blade, Why? Blade Runner's on here. Is, is the flute Despicable Me 3's on here. Yeah, but that's because fucking people like that fucking garbage. Ah, well, I. Uh, have you ever seen um, "There's Something About Mary"? Yes, that's see, a weirdly not good movie. It's look, it's n- what you watch something about Mary for is to start the conversation that you might like Jonathan Richmond, <laughs> and and that if she's into that, then you know she's a keeper. Jonathan Richmond is the for those of you who don't know, he's the guy in the tree. 
with the guitar singing the song It's Something About Mary. There's something about Mary. He's he's the sort of musical narrator of this movie. Right. I don't remember it very well, clearly. He's also like a really early like influence to a lot of punk musicians. He's yeah, he's just this really cool guy who sings about like the ice cream man and taking the bus instead of the plane. Do you know any app developers? Not personally. Because we should start an app, a yeah. dating app, yeah. that matches you up based on your mu- mutual love of movies. I'll give you the hot tip, Sam. Yes, Cal. You can already do that with Tinder. and I can Yes, but it should be fish. built on it, Cal. <laughs> it should be built around it. Especially if we could then link to the Netflix... Um, like the, the the site for streaming that movie, and if you can't stream it through Netflix in this country, it automatically finds you another one. Yeah, yeah. Is it on iTunes? That gives you the Ron Tomato scores, all that. Yeah, um, should be your one stop app for all your dating needs. Find the woman, find the movie, find the snacks, find the venue. Yeah, it'd be fine. It'd be good. Yep, we'll call it Video Shop Dating. Also, there's a podcast we do. <laughs> Trademarked. God damn it! <laughs> but yeah, I, I think I think we're onto something with horror movies and like those weird. So like, is our goal now? We got twenty minutes. We're, we're trying our, to find like the. Our perfect... goal should be to find the perfect movie. Yeah, sure. To watch. Okay. And I know we're going to come back to Tremors, but let's mm. do this intellectual exercise. Yeah, no, because I, I think Tremors, like hands down, has it. But if you're after some, like if you know this girl's into something a little bit darker, um. Like, I don't, I don't even know, man. Nightmare on Elm Street, which I'm sure you have not o- seen. OG Nightmare on Elm Street, yeah, I've seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like a good the one. The very first one. That is a good one to go for. Because it's it's a real... It's a movie that's got a mix of scares that still work and are real terrifying. Mm. And also just some really silly things by modern standards. Like and, the tongue-in-the-mouth thing. Yeah. And I also think Freddy versus Jason is dumb enough... Like, but, but see, this this is where I'm going with this. You start right. off with Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the Thirteenth. Oh, OG Friday the Thirteenth. So no, wait, no. So sorry, I can't. I can't. Halloween. Sorry, right. I, I can't remember. You start off with Freddy and Jason. OG movies. Right. That's then, Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, and that's but the that's, OG Friday the Thirteenth isn't good. But that's okay. Like, like, because you start off with. Um, with Freddy and like that's where you like you have your chat and then you know and then you 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 settle in for a night of a less good movie that you can mostly talk through and you know you've got your conversation started already done yeah yeah if you want to make out if you want to go to pound town you know that's the movie you do it during Friday the 13th but then you've got a follow up movie for next week you've got Freddy versus Jason that's so dumb that you can laugh at it and talk about it and it's just ridiculous also quite boring though yeah but then you can go to pound town during it (laughs) I I don't think that's a bad way to go It, it wouldn't necessarily be what I would put on my list of like she needs to like this in order to Cause like that's the thing. I thought what we were going to end up doing with this is like a personality test. 
Right. <laughs> like, I kind of hate personality tests yeah, based I know, on movies. Right? I know, Because right? if that was a thing, we wouldn't be friends. Because you've got terrible taste in movies. But also, anything I put here is going to be not what I agree with yeah. next, next week. Like, it's, <laughs> it, would, it would be so, you're be so fickle on it. Son of a bitch. Um, Scream is a great one. You're wrong. No, Scream is a really good one. No, it's so dumb because all it is is people going, hey, you know, I'm going to talk about a horror movie during this horror movie while non-horror movie things are happening. It's, they're having the discussion that you should be having during the actual horror movie. That's why Scream's bad. They're taking away the discussion that you should be having with the girl. Right. And you don't no. disagree... You know no, I'm I right. do. I think Scream <laughs> and Nightmare on Elm Street, like OGs, they're good date movies. <sighs> Look, because I, I disagree on Scream. But because if they're in at least if they're in my age bracket, they have nostalgia for the '90s, which is why Scream works. Because it is just that. You shouldn't have nostalgia for the 90s. You know that, right? Well, no, I'm, but... I'm too young to have nostalgia from the 90s. But the 90s didn't start till 95 and it didn't end till 2005. That's not how decades work, Seth. But it's how people's perception of the decades work, Cal. <laughs> you know 85. You know the well, 80s started in 85, right? if that's the case, you get them over and you go, have you watched the original Land Before Time any time recently? And you go, this is cripplingly depressing. Are you sure you want to watch it? Yeah, sure. And then you watch it, you cry, you talk about it. And then you watch the second one. You go, this is so fucking dumb. How did that come from that? What you do is you watch Scream. You have scares, jumps, hugs, and then you come out of it more connected because of the fear. Nobody's ever been scared of Scream. <laughs> not it's a not single true. person on planet Earth watched that movie and went, <gasps> at any point. It has jump scares in it. <laughs> oh, yeah, cool. How about you just all sit down and watch fucking <laughs> PewDiePie plays Five Nights at Freddy's? Cabin in the Woods is a good one, too. Cabin in the Woods is a good one. I think it falls a little bit in the Scream territory. It's fine. Uh, and there's a lot of things to talk about afterwards. It's a good first movie yeah, yeah, I, th- I think it could be fine. Also, Paranormal Activity. Now, I haven't seen it. Hear me out. Okay. The movie is mostly nothing happening until the very end. <laughs> so you can talk all the way through it. You can talk all the way through it. You can discuss it. It builds and you can discuss the little tidbits of information that's given to you. You can talk about it intellectually. And then there's a jump scare at the end What's that the brings more, you together. There's a more recent one that's made by the same production company... Um, where they're all like Skyping each other. All these kids are Skyping each other. Oh, yeah. I heard okay things about that yeah, one. Yeah, I heard that was quite good. I don't remember what it's called, though. I don't remember either, but yeah, that that, that could be a good one. I'm trying to think. Mm, Alien is good. Alien would be good. I... Oh. I think Alien is one of those movies that it is one of those test movies. It, it falls into that category because of its popularity, though. Mm. I think if you step away from it and accept that... Yeah. Although, if you don't like Alien... Brianne doesn't like Alien. I was going to say, what would... Uh, now that we've sort of... like, I think we've settled on exactly what... I think we've just defined what a good date movie is. Let's answer the other question. Mm. What movie could you not handle them not liking? 
Literally none. Yeah. I wouldn't care. That's the correct answer. But if you have to... <laughs> if you have to finish this intellectual exercise, Sam. Well, I just remember um, How I Met Your Mother, right? There's an episode of How I Met Your Mother where Ted Mosby tests his girlfriend by making her watch Star Wars. And she comes out of it going, yeah, that was fine. And he... I think he breaks up with her over it. I don't remember. Anyway, Ted Mosby is a dickhead. Have you have you come across um, people not liking Seinfeld? No. On a wide sweeping thing, like there seems to be a certain type of person who doesn't get about Seinfeld that you're not meant to like Jerry or George, or Elaine, or Kramer, like, everyone in that show you're Mm. supposed to detest. They're all shit people who are shit at life. And people seem to just go, oh, no, but they're all jerks. I don't like, I don't like it because they're all jerks. I feel like all of, like, the people who are like that wrote How I Met Your Mother. Like, they they didn't get that you're not supposed to like the guy who dumps a girl because she was, oh, like, tepid on her feelings towards Star Wars. That is the problem with How I Met Your Mother. You're meant to like Ted Mosby. And you shouldn't. He's a cunt. He's a dickhead. <laughs> yeah. He's a fucking asshole. Yeah, he's such an asshole. He's a dick. Marshall's a dick. Lily's a dick. Robin's a dick. And the Barney's only one who's not... The only one who's not is Barney, though. But Barney's but honest. That's the only reason you... he's got any redeeming qualities. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he um, is a dick, but he at least doesn't yeah, get you, try and get you to like him. I was going to say, he's your traditional dick, but he doesn't care if you like him or not. And he's, he's all about, um, yeah, he's all like, yeah, I sleep with all the women I can. Why the fuck not? Yeah, why wouldn't everyone's like, well, Barney, you're such a jerk. And he's like, yeah, well, I'm awesome. <laughs> it's like, but I'm, like, I'm happy. Yeah. I'm doing what you're I want to do. honest with yourself. Yeah, exactly. Fuck these other people and fuck people who don't understand what Seinfeld is meant to be. <laughs> what, um, what, what do you... What would you... Uh, if I was to finish this intellectual exercise, what would it be? Yeah. <sighs> I'll finish it. I'm still thinking, though. <laughs> um, I honestly don't know. Because, like I said, it would it would be the sort of thing that I would disagree with my choice that I made today, tomorrow. So, Legend of Korra. Look, that's a good one, but because it's a whole TV series, you, uh, you can't just sit down and watch it. Uh, the if, Avatar The Last Airbender movie Fuck yourself <laughs> um, I know but, how much you love it Cal Don't like, deny it If I was going to expand it to TV shows Yeah Like Bojack Horseman And, and Daria And that sort, of, that sort of shit would be Like They need to put up with the fact That I'm going to watch these shows At least once a year Like all of them All their seasons Yeah um, I think that if I was going to pick a movie uh, can't even I can't even think of anything right now. I'm just brain blank and hardcore, man. I reckon Star Wars is just my default, but maybe maybe Back to the Future. Actually, that's, that's so cliche. They, yeah. Those are what define you. That's that's uh, that, that's, that's your first know, impression movie. But 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 Cal, what you see, what 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 you don't get is I don't actually care. This is your intellectual <laughs> exercise. They can hate Star Wars if they want to go. That's a bit odd. <laughs> sure, man. I don't know. But most people don't hate movies. That's the thing. 
Most people at worst will go, that's fine. But see, what's more important is being able to talk about it. Like, I, I, I don't want to have a girl come out of... Like, in the same way that Ted didn't want her to be tepid about it, I don't want the conversation to end instantly. I don't want her to just go, oh, it was fine, and not talk to me about it. That's just a waste of going to see a movie. Like, that's... That means more to me than, than what her actual opinions on the movie are. Same thing before we did this podcast? I honestly don't think so. I think I would have. <laughs> I think I would Because if we trained ourselves to talk about a movie for an hour after... <laughs> After we've seen it. No, no. I mean, look, I'm certainly a different person from when we started this show. Absolutely. I am exactly the same. (laughs) You'll you'll grow up one day. Except now I go to a real university. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We definitely didn't watch movies yesterday. I mean... I I think that's the real gauge, though, is how long you can talk to her about a movie afterwards. After you watch it. Right. Like, if she's just sitting there tapping her foot, like, just wanted to go to Poundtown instead of watching the movie, that's almost a bad thing. Like, I would rather talk to them about the movie than, than just have no conversations at all and just go to Poundtown all the time. Literally the least cool thing you've ever said. <laughs> and that's that's quite a list. You know what, actually, you know what, you know what I watched recently? What? Was the Fifty Shades movies. Why? They weren't as bad as I thought they were going to be. I Also, there's a lot less sex in them than you think. It would not surprise me if there's no fucking actual... Like, there's... I'm sure the actors didn't have No, sex. no, I know, but I'm sure there's no, like, oh yeah, this is the sex scene. It feels like that movie's just gonna go, let's leave them to it, and the camera backs out of the fucking sex dungeon and doesn't show you anything. It's like, no, it doesn't, it doesn't do that. It's not that shy, but it, it, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't go to town on it. It just, I don't understand what you meant to get out of it. Cause you don't, you don't get a good understanding of, um, of what S&M sort of relationships are. You don't get a good understanding of what... I don't even think you get a good understanding of what manipulative relationships would be. Oh, yeah. I don't think it's an accurate depiction, really. So, like, there's... And it's not that I want all movies to have, a re- you know, an accurate representation of blah, 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 blah. The, the problem with this movie is that it's nothing that it's advertised that it was going to be. I'm, I haven't seen it, and I can guarantee you... It doesn't actually do anything it's set out to achieve. It's also not made for you. It's not really made for anybody who actually people, likes movies. People do like the movies. And they're all wrong. No, but Tremors though, right? Tremors, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. cool. Fact. Tremors. Cool. We've still got <laughs> three and a half minutes to film. <laughs> I just... Do we want to plug I, the brigade? Yeah, sure. Did you have more to say? Sorry. I was just going to say that, like, I think that what we need to learn from this is is that that Tremors is perfect for everything. (laughs) Is that movies as a gauge to determine whether somebody's worth keeping around. Total bullshit. Is bullshit and a bad manipulative thing to do that is, yeah, it's just leading people on for two and a half hours. Don't do it. It's shit. You're a bad person if you do. Yeah. Because ultimately... It doesn't matter if you don't have one movie in common. Because I'll give you the hot tip. There are lots of movies. Yeah.
you'll have one in common. Yeah. And if if that one movie can break your love of someone, you probably didn't love them that much in the first place. And also, like, it's it's perfectly fine to... Like, it's fine to want to have a girl that you can go and see movies with on yeah. a regular basis. Yeah. That's fine. If that's what you want... Like, for me, that would be important. Yeah. For same. a lot of other people, it just fucking isn't. Yeah. Because a lot of other people don't watch movies. So that, and it's exactly why I fun. don't want to make any solid recommendations here. Yeah. Because I know that I'm different to other people as far as how important movies are. Yeah, I'd say... Yeah, well, I'd say we, we both are. Mm. We literally do a podcast on movies. Yeah. Every week. Yeah. Because we hate ourselves. Yeah. I mean... So and, and friend, by that, I hate you. Right, and okay. you hate me. Yeah. Yeah, cool. is that not just us <laughs> hating ourselves externally, Cal? Isn't it? Misplaced blame. I'm hating myself Cal. vicariously <laughs> through you. <laughs> uh, if you wanted to what date, t- give a date a movie, though, it's Tremors. I, I think it's a good one to start with because it's a good conversation. It's fun. It's also a little bit spooky. Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. Um, our good friend of the show, Alex, is running a campaign. Uh, Kickstarter campaign for his game, The Brigade. Yes. There's probably an ad at the start of the episode now I'm thinking about it. Could be, but it like look, it looks fun. Yeah. I, 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 I've like, heard good things. I was going to say. From Alex <laughs> about his own game, well, I mean, I, but I, also I, external third-party sources. I, I watched the video on Kickstarter, and it looks like it, it, that it's going to be fun to play. And, you know, if, if you've listened to Dyside, you know that Alex really knows his shit about, you know, putting together games. Also, yeah. if you're planning to go to VidCon Australia, let us know. Yeah. Like, shoot us a message on Facebook or tweet at us on Twitter, the Video Shop Podcast, because we, we, we might go. We want to know if it's worth going. Yeah. So let us know if you're going. Um, we might go too. Yeah. We need new business cards. Yeah, we absolutely do. Now, come see us at VidCon and you can get an exclusive brand new business card. Don't. Now we've got to do it before... Cal. Now we've got to do it before VidCon? Yep. I mean, we need to get Rainbow Era ones. Yes. Yes, exactly. Because that's what we've got now, Yeah, Cal. we've got Netflix Era ones. They're the only ones that we have and they're shit. They're and so I, shit. And we go vertical this time. I agree. I'm yeah. okay with that. <laughs> And rounded corners. We go a bit more premium this time. All right, great. Look forward to that, kids. And on that note, see you, nerds. <laughs> <laughs>